Hello and welcome to the Spooky Shelf podcast. I'm your host, Joe Ducaro. This episode of the Spooky Shelf is a slightly different one because I don't have a traditional guest to whom I'm going to ask for 13 films this week. This week I caught up with Richard Allen again, who you'll know from his episode on the Spooky Shelf podcast, which was very, very good, and as my co-pilot on the Co-Pilots podcast. And what you might remember from Richard's episode is that he described an incident uh, during his answer to the, um, what was it, his favourite horror TV show uh, question, he answered Marianne, and he told this story, which he tells again on this episode, so I'll let him tell the story of how we came to discover Marianne and the funny interaction that we had uh, between ourselves. Uh, we then went through the rest of Marianne. It's taken us over a year. You know what? That's fine. We move slowly. Um, we have since finished Marianne in its entirety and we thought we'd just do a little not quite a deep dive but we just have a quick discussion about the show because we feel like it's completely underseen and you know to my mind the French make the best stories in the world apart from Midnight Mass obviously hello Raoul Coley who I noticed by the way shaved his beard Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I don't remember signing off on that Um, anyway yes so this is just a very very quick brief interlude episode where Rich and I discuss Marianne. We don't give away any spoilers. Uh, the ultimate thing of this is definitely go and watch Marianne on Netflix. You can get all epi- eight episodes on there right now. It's not a long series. It's you know my favorite um, phrase on Netflix is limited series, and that's what Marianne is. Well, it does leave it open to a second series, but I don't think that's going to happen, which is a shame. Here is me and my co-pilot Richard Allen talking all about Marianne. Bonjour. Ah, that's very good. I see what you did there. That that makes a lot of sense, given that the show we're about to talk about is French. We, <laughs> oui. oh fuck! Right, that's it. You got to do the whole show. You have to do it in French, okay? No, but I've run out of words. <laughs> <laughs> At least in Spanish, you know where. <laughs> Donde? <laughs> um, yeah, I I just want because we uh, you came onto the spooky shelf and you said that your favorite horror TV show was Marianne. Uh, which we also reviewed on Co-Pilot's podcast, which is the other podcast that we do. Um, yes. Oh, sorry, I just dropped my pen. Um, I thought, because we now, we then sort of watch-partied it after we record on a Tuesday, the Co-Pilot's podcast, we would all get together with Jack and Lisa and then we would watch um, Marianne. Um, because we had such a... You and I obviously had such a, a, a visceral experience watching the pilot. Uh, if we just remind everybody what happened... Um, ah, the the texts are my favourite. I think the best texts that we've ever sent and received to each other. Yeah, which has really put a damner on our friendship ever since. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was settling down in bed to watch uh, Marianne for the first time, first episode. Uh, one o'clock in the morning because I'm a big brave boy. Horror films don't scare me. <laughs> um, foreshadowing. <laughs> Uh, and I got a text from you that was like, oh, I watched Mariana, Mar- Marianne earlier. And now I've just having, uh, I woke up and I'm just having to watch a couple of episodes of The Simpsons just to calm myself down. <laughs> uh, so I sent you a picture of my screen. I was about 10, 15 minutes in, I think. Just like, wish you told me before I started watching it at one o'clock in the morning. And then I think you just said like, oh, it's it's pretty good, quite, it's quite scary. And I was like, the last 20 minutes aren't like crazy i'm probably going to be fine 
And then <laughs> 20 minutes later, he got texted, just went, fuck, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and then I watched, I don't know, I don't think I told you this at the time, but I then watched like three hours of stand up. I, I, I do remember, I think we caught up after that and you did tell me that part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so bearing that in mind, uh, we've now since finished the entire series. Um, and I think we probably, I think we're in agreement, aren't we, that it doesn't quite keep up that level of terror. But would it you sure say... It sure has its fucking moments. <laughs> well, this is, that was my first question was going to be, do you think it's still watching the entire, th- it's still worth watching the entire series? Yes. Like, I think, like, without a doubt, it's... Well, I think it's the only horror, like, I pure horror, like, TV show that I've watched all the way through. Yeah. I well, I mean, like, other than watched... sort of Hill House. And... Other than, yeah, Hill House. Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot about Hill House and Midnight Mass. How dare you? How fucking dare you? I know. All of a sudden, this isn't going out on Spooky Show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, no, it's definitely worth watching all the way through with subtitles, not dubbed. Yeah. I, I'm always, always a, 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 an advocate for doing that. And this is, this is why if you're watching a subtitled version of a show that's not in your native language, you're still benefiting from the tonality and cadence that that actor has picked for that character for that scene if you then watch the dubbed version of it what you're watching is another person's interpretation of that with the physical imp- physical performance of the first actor so i just feel like there's a there is definitely an element that you're missing in doing that because in my head like emma's voice is emma's voice you know if we watch a dubbed version I imagine she would sound entirely different. I, I never, ever watch dub versions of shows. I always listen to the original language. Yeah, because um, I, don't, I don't think that another actor could capture the just weird... Because her voice isn't annoying, but like she as a person can be annoying. Mm. Like when she's being like a dick at like a meal with friends... Like that'd be hard energy to replicate in a booth to record a dub. Yes, I mean to be fair, the dub might be really good. I just don't know what it sounds like. Yeah, it might be, but I just don't think it's gonna it's gonna be anywhere near as good as the the original. Yeah, does it ever make? Because it kind of when I've had that conversation with people, it always makes me feel a bit like a snob. (laughs) Where I'm just like, uh, you watch the dub. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, you know, it, it's it's your own individual choice, and perhaps you know, there's a reason why you would rather you know watch the dub. Any anything that isn't any like an argument that isn't anything like the argument of oh, I watch a film to watch a film, not to read a film. I'm like, motherfucker, you've what's what? So you've never watched a TikTok video, you've never watched a Facebook video, you never watched a YouTube video that's had subtitles on it. You fucking liar! Put a f- bit of fucking effort into it, eh? Yeah, <laughs> it, re- it really winds me up. Maybe that's the big flex. Maybe it's just us being like, I can do two <laughs> things at the same time. I can read and pay attention to most of the screen. I thought you were going to say like the flex is just I can read. <laughs> it's also a. It's a quite bit of a flex. <laughs> Like, we could show this to young children and be like, are you not keeping up? 
<laughs> and they'll be like, but I'm so scared. There, there is also a sequence that involves young children that might give them wrong ideas of what they should do with skipping ropes and swings. I mean, to be fair, if they're cunts, <laughs> might be doing someone's parents the favour. There is what I think, like, I mean, I, I think we should probably try and avoid spoilers because I do still think that, you know, if we can do anything with this little sort of mini episode, I really, really would persuade everybody to seek at least watch the pilot. The pilot is 100% worth watching. And then it does sort of dip in the middle, I think. But there is, there is a, uh, there's, there's a factor in the story that, means i'm trying to sort of tiptoe around this but tell you in a way that you'd understand that there is a character who we previously have spent a fair bit of time with that then is absent from the rest of the show and i think we all quite keenly felt that absence there was a really effective performance from one of the the characters and when that character is no longer in the show i really did think it start that's when it, i started to dip in interest do you know what i'm referring yeah. to yeah 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 it took me a couple characters but then i got there in the end <laughs> um yeah i think there are i think there were definitely characters that are underutilized um oh really go on well i think the uh i think camille deserved more because i liked the dynamic that they had yeah yeah, I, I, I do. I do know what you mean. Actually, yeah, like it, it would have been nice because when at the very end, when it, it turns into the wreck kids versus Marianne, I think it would have been nice to have Camille in those sort of battles as well. Um, yeah, because I think it, it it starts off with with being Emma and Camille's story, and then does basically do the you know the it thing and go back to it just being the kids. I think it would have been nice to have Camille there for those. Um, sort of possession sequences later on in the show. Yeah, I think what um, a lot of the driving for me wanting to continue watching it until it gets revealed is the why did she leave? Yes. Um, And then I think I I sort of to have something to criticise it for I think that was quite quickly done they just sort of went like here's why and it almost like i mean it was bad yeah <laughs> but like it was sort of a okay i guess yeah that makes sense but like <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, d- I do know what you mean i do know what you mean and i think there there are yeah there's definitely things that we can say like i i still really really do i'm i'm so pleased the show exists because a it scared the bejesus out of us to start with yeah. and it, you know that's not easy to do for you obviously i know that the horror films don't really no, scare you that's the thing it wasn't necessarily like like it wasn't i was going oh, a jump scare it mm. was like i just a there were some bits that just gave me a deeply unsettled feeling but i think that's what is so hard to do it's hard to sort of foster that feeling in someone like with with if a, particularly someone who's a fan of the genre absolutely so when when they those moments do happen i think it's worth noting them and going oh yes finally this is what i've been looking for um 
but I, I, yeah, it definitely. I do think there is a there is a dip. One thing that I did really, really appreciate the entire way through is all the French. Be... <laughs> yeah, it was all in foreign. Um, it was the the fact that like a character will just say like they'll mention like one word or, or partway through a sentence, it will just jump cut to you know the the sort of the witchy figure of Marianne or it will jump cut to something that you don't know what you're looking at until the end of the show and it just puts it just peppers these little uncertainties through it and it's quite frequent that it happens it's probably every episode it happens at least once yeah um, and also really like the uh, page turning cut as well oh that, occasionally that, I think that you'd made be like jump more than anything else. I think yeah you sometimes you'd be quite engrossed in like what's going on and then it just goes <laughs> onto another scene you're like Jesus but we we did watch this with our, our friend Jack as well who doesn't like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre so he's wrong but he's sort of a newbie to horror and I don't think this scared him as much as other things that we've shown him no but I think Jack prefers jumps I also think he prefers horror films to because a horror a horror TV show like main uh, this did quite a good job of it uh, and also we did watch it at like uh what I would only describe as a snail's pace, yeah, because we true. watched it once a week. <laughs> yeah, and and you're not used to doing that. You're used to doing sort of entire series of shows in a day. <laughs> I watched Cool Summers in two days. That is an excellent show as well. It's nothing yeah. to do with horror, as far as I know, but the pilot is incredible. Um, no, it's a thriller, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think yeah, just just to sort of sum up, I guess, for this very very quick debrief chat about it i'm pleased that we we finished it and everything i think the absence of that character who again trying to be a bit sort of um cryptic about it i think that does does damage it because that they had such a big effect on what was uh unsettling yeah in in the show so when that character is then absent i think it does it does do damage i like that it it goes back to Emma's childhood and really she's the only one that hasn't properly grown up um, but I, I do think you can you can quite clearly see the influence of Stephen King I mean in so much as like obviously it's a you know a famous horror writer that's done very very well and going back to their their hometown and everything but then towards the end there are some very very overt Stephen King references particularly to like it that are, are you know very clear but it's a hundred percent worth the watch i don't think we're getting any more of it which is a shame nope. because it, it does leave it on a note where they could continue the story um i think it's also a really nice well it's not a nice ending but like it's a very sort of like i didn't see it coming that's yeah no. that's the thing there is a twist that i did not see coming um which is weird because we're both very good at astute at like going like, well, here's where I think this is going. Yeah, and I think throughout this, like, there are some tropey beats that it hits that like it has to. It's horror. Um, you can't be horror without tropes. Um, but it does quite a good job at um, also being weirdly funny for quite yeah. a lot of it as well. Yeah, there are there. Yeah, there definitely is. There definitely is an element of. Um of humour and god knows with sort of you know french horror what you might immediately jump to is the new french extremity which is your 
really, really horrible films like Martyrs, which I have now watched. And there is, let me tell you, there's no comic relief at all in that. I think I heard Brett Goldstein saying something once. It was like, if you don't put jokes in your thing, like people joke in the worst of circumstances. And if you don't have jokes in it, if you don't have jokes and if you don't have love in your thing, there's sort of no point making it. And I do kind of, I tend to agree with, I think, well, saying that martyrs i think hits on a very different point but anyway this isn't a chat about martyrs because you've not seen it and i'm glad you haven't because it's minging <laughs> well that doesn't make me not want to see it uh I, I can't really recommend martyrs i don't think not really um it's fucking awful so <laughs> but like not in a technical way technically it's brilliant it's just its subject matter is awful so um yeah i mean if you haven't seen marianne it is still on netflix Watch the sub version, unless you find it much easier to watch a dub version. Obviously, there's certain things that you know make it slightly more difficult to read subtitles. Whatever, unless you. Are oh, just I mean, if you speak lazy. French, you if don't you need subtitles French, either. You don't need, yeah, don't need it. Do you? I actually did find myself not always reading them. Like if I, in the split second you have before the, the, the subtitles disappears, I'm like, oh, I, thought I know what she says. <laughs> yeah does does your brain ever do that when you're watching a subbed version, uh, where you stop remembering that you're reading the words and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm starting to understand this language. A couple of times. It depends. Like, had we it watched... happened to me in Rec really? for the first time, yeah. Because I came away and I was like, I think I know Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fuck and run and they're upstairs and what the fuck is that skinny witch doing? <laughs> yeah, I think there's only about 12 words total. One of them is donde. I was going to say... <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks for joining me for this, you know, very, very brief, very quick chat about Marianne. That's right, I was here anyway. Yeah. I mean, you know, we had 10 minutes, it's fine. Um, definitely go watch Marianne. It's really, really good fun. Um, and the pilot is one of the scariest things that I've seen for a little while. So, definitely worth doing. Yeah. I really enjoyed it as well. I Great. big, big heartily recommend. For more from us, uh, from me and Rich, do listen to the Co-Pilots podcast. It's brilliant. It's the best podcast you've ever heard. Um... And, yeah. and if funny. you want to hear Joe talk to other people, Spooky Shelf. Stay here. That's exactly it. <laughs> well, there you go. That was me and Rich having a quick chat all about Marianne. It's a really, really good show. It is worth watching. It does, you know, it does have a slight dip in the middle, and there is a character whose absence is is noted, but it's worth watching all the same. Remember to subscribe to the Spooky Shelf wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a five-star rating where possible. Also, you'll notice, well, maybe not, but uh, Spooky Shelf is now available on Apple Podcasts. I had quite the palaver getting us onto Apple, but I have since resolved it. We're now on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating on Apple as well, even if you've done it on Spotify, you know. just get, Right, so this is what we can do. Go and buy an iPhone. Install iTunes. I don't know if you need to install iTunes. I'm an Android guy. Get iTunes. Rate Spooky Shelf five stars. Return the iPhone. Here you go. You get your money back. Look, everybody's a winner. You've had an iPhone for a bit. You get your money back. I get some ratings. Everyone's quids in. Thanks again to Cosmic Nitchin for creating the amazing uh, photography and artwork for the Spooky Shelf podcast. And thank you to the aforementioned Raul Coley and Mike Flanagan. Uh, Raul Coley, he actually liked one of my po- uh, one of my photos the other day. So, you know, I'm not saying we're getting close, but... He's he's definitely going to block me at some point. Um, have a lovely week. Should be a normal episode from next week. However, I am going to Mallorca. I do intend to record an episode while I'm out there with a very special guest. Um, but 
yeah, should be a normal episode from next week. Thanks very much for listening. Have a lovely week, and go fuck yourselves. <laughs>